This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I want to get into Ben's standing of the athletics story that dropped today on commander's head coaching candidates with the search set to ensue here. And he went through a bunch of names for possible head coaches. So I want to go through these with you here, Danny, one by one. And Here's how I think we should do this. Let's have three categories. You know, when I'm uh, do, like doing laundry or whatever, I'm sorting mm-hmm. things into piles. We're going to put these in piles. Three categories are going to be extremely interested, some interest, or no thank you. And I want to see how different our lists ultimately look. Okay. Okay. So we will start with Ben Johnson. Offensive coordinator. Is there an alert coming? Or? Detroit Lions. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. A little bit late there. What if I was like no we'll interest? Well, how bad would you be if I was like zero interest? I'd be crestfallen, but also. <laughs> you know it was a bit. I, exactly. You I know mean, that it was a troll. Unless, like, the only person I've ever met that's rooting against Ben Johnson in this cycle is Chris Russell, and he hasn't even really been able to tell me why. Yeah, he's just – well, it's just because Ben Johnson's being lauded as a smart guy. Yeah, it's just everyone's saying one thing, so he's saying something yeah. else. and also, by the way, like, Ben Johnson, like, they can't stop playing David Montgomery. Right. Handing it off to, like, the bruising back for negative one yards. It's a physical offense. Yeah. It's a balanced offense. They run the ball. He, he throws to set up the run, which I like. I don't hate running as much as I hate majoring in the running game, but – we don't need to get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Johnson, coordinator Lions. It goes without saying, I am extremely interested. I'll put him in that category. That's an extreme interest, high interest for me. He is the number one most sought-after coach in this cycle. He was the most sought-after coach in last year's cycle as well. Actually turned down offers, uh, not to be a head coach, but to interview. He interviewed a couple times. He had two other teams that wanted to interview him, and he pulled his name from all the jobs and said he was staying in Detroit to finish what he started. He's only 37 years old. He's in now his third season. Halfway through 2021, he became the play caller in Detroit. He took over uh, for, I believe it was Anthony Lynn at the time. He took over play calling. They immediately got much better on offense. Last year they were top five. This year they're top five. His background includes being a grad assistant at Boston College, actually went to the University of uh, North Carolina, as a walk-on quarterback at one point in time. In the NFL, he started with the Dolphins in 2012. He's been mostly Miami and Detroit uh, in the past, and now he's knocking on the door of a head coaching gig. So we both have him as extreme interest. Yes. 
All right, next on the list, Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator, Dallas Cowboys. I have some interest. That's the more complicated structure, right? That means you're probably churning through offensive coordinators and the like. I think that dude is a really good coach. I know he's a great defensive mind. I've watched him do unbelievable, really good, excellent things for multiple years, despite personnel being in flux. But I don't love the concept right now of a defensive coach. I have no interest. Uh, I think Dan Quinn's outstanding. I think he's one of the best defensive coordinators in the league, and I think he's a great leader of men. I want an offensive-minded coach, and I don't want to retread. Number one priority for me is to go on offense. Number two would be to try to avoid retread if at all possible. He violates both of those theories, essentially. Mm -hmm. So for me, I will put him in a pile of, and there are several guys that I think should be head coaches in the league, deserve another shot. I hope someone hires him. It's just not for me right now. Brian Flores should be a head coach somewhere. Dan Quinn should be a head coach somewhere. Raheem Morris probably should get a head coaching job, but they're not going to get my head coaching job. Speaking of which, Raheem Morris. I don't have interest in Raheem Morris, and I'm wondering why I don't. I think it's because he's been in so many places, and that's probably not fair, but I feel like he's, he pops up on, on a new staff every two seasons and is always you know, uh, the, the it guy for a little while, and then it sort of it tails off. Plus, we have some... Had coaching experience I don't think was tremendously great. So I don't have interest in Raheem Morris plus the defensive angle. I probably should have more, though. I am putting him in the some interest category. He's one of the few guys I'm going to put in the some interest category who coach on the defensive side of the ball. My argument for Raheem is I think he's exceptionally relatable to players. I covered him very closely when he was here. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was on the the Shanahan staff that had all the head coaches on it uh, here in Washington when I was on the beat. Everyone in the building loves this guy. He's super high energy. He's the kind of dude who's kind of got one of these infectious personalities. I also, even though he's a retread, I I count his retread thing less than some of the others. It was so long ago. I mean, people forget he got a job at like 34 years old. Yeah, he was was Sean McVay before Sean McVay. Exactly. As a a young He had been the youngest coach ever, I think, at the time, or certainly in the modern era. But it was around 2010 that he got that job. My stigma on him is probably not fair. And and, and look, I'm not trying to get into the dude's business or talk about his life or anything like that. I'm not sure that he was ready for it personally. I don't know if he would say that or not. But in terms of just being 33 years old and – you know, your lifestyle, and are, are you mm-hmm. working the 80 hours? I'm, I'm sure he worked real hard, but are you doing things 33-year-olds do and going out as well? I, I have no idea, but you're just a different person 15 years later than you were then. So I, I, for all those reasons, I would say some interest. I think he's high energy. He he's, kind of comes off exuberant and young, even though he's now not a kid anymore. But the last thing I'll say, too, because he's been around Kyle forever and he's been around – McVay for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a pipeline to a lot of good young offensive minds. And that would be one of the few ways, I think, That's a smart point. that I could possibly get some real sharp OCs on a pipeline coming through here is if you have Raheem as your head coach and he's always got that next up-and-comer that he worked with under McVay or under Kyle, at least for a little while. So there's going to be a handful of guys on my list I really like more than him, but unlike Dan Quinn, I'll say some interest. Uh, next, Dave Canales who is the offensive coordinator with the Tampa Bay Bucks? I've got some interest here. I don't know if I'm going to say hi, because I've only got high for a couple guys at this stage, but I've got some interest. You take cast off Baker Mayfield and make him one of the league's leading passers for a team that's pretty pedestrian, I'm going to notice that. 
Now, they're not good. I'm not telling you that this is a, uh, you know, a championship contender or anything like that, but they were probably supposed to be, what, a four or five win team, six win team this year, and they got a great chance to win that dumb division. And it's been with Mayfield kind of having a renaissance year where he actually looks pretty darn good. The guy who's the architect of that deserves some credit. He also gets some credit for the Geno Smith resurgence. Mm-hmm. I don't know how fair that is or not because he wasn't even there. Um, you know, well, he was there last year. He was there in Seattle last year uh-huh. when Geno was playing very well. Yep. He hasn't been there this year, and Geno hasn't quite played to the same extent. But if your point is he was the quarterback's coach when Geno Smith, 10 years in, finally broke out, mm-hmm. like he's the whisperer for Geno, I'd be curious. And if I was you know, running the search, I would want to talk to Geno Smith about him for sure. I'm going to put him in extreme interest, believe it or not. I guess it's not that surprising. He's a quarterback whispering offensive mind. He's also not old. Like, if you're young and you're a play caller, I kind of dig you. He's 42 years old, California native, started as a high school coordinator back in 04 and 05, uh, went to El Camino College, then was at USC as a strength coach. He's been in Seattle, wide receivers, quarterbacks, pass game, and now the OC and play caller in Tampa. The other cool thing about him as a candidate, I would say, they have a defensive-minded head coach in Tampa, in Todd Bowles, so he got to do a lot. You know, it's kind of the anti enemy anti like Frank Smith thing in Miami under Mike McDaniel where not only are you calling plays, which those guys don't get to do, you're kind of running half of a building. Uh-huh. Like Todd Bowles is not necessarily breathing on the back of your neck to tell you what he wants done on offense. So I think Canales probably had a lot of say and influence on offensive personnel as well. So I'll put him in extreme interest. Uh, Lou Anaromo, the longtime defensive coordinator who's 57 years old, helped get the Bengals to the AFC Championship uh, in 2021, and uh, another big season for them last year before Burrow got hurt this year. Zero interest, and I think this guy's a really good defensive coordinator. I think he's one of those underrated names that doesn't get enough credit. Uh, it's never sexy. It's never the headliner. He's not given like Rex Ryan-type quotes or Rob Ryan quotes or, or whatever, but he, to me, is the quintessential defensive coordinator. He's the guy that I, I'd probably, you know, if I'm a young head coach, I would call that guy to try to be my D.C., and maybe make him an associate head coach or something to elevate the title. But I don't have interest in him. And I, again, I, it's probably not fair to him. Mike McDonald. Oh, I guess I should answer. It's kind of obvious for me. You won't answer. Uh, no interest. Are you a 60-ish year old former defensive coordinator? Yeah. Sorry about your luck. Not really for me. Uh, Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. 36 years old. First year as a D.C. He has become one of the talks of the NFL because this Ravens defense – is having a season that is one of the most impressive statistically that we've seen in the league in years and years and years. Uh, Mike McDonald was a DB's coach with the Ravens in 17, linebackers 18 through 20 under Dean Pease and some of the really good D coordinators over the years. He left and went to Michigan for a year, worked for the other Harbaugh, then came back as the coordinator of the Ravens after coordinating the Wolverines last season. Again, 36 one of the hottest candidates in all of football. I should put him in the extremely interested, but, again, I'm offense over defense, Mm -hmm. so I'll put him at the very top of some interest. He's extreme for me, very high. This is kind of the new Mike Tomlin-type figure to me, a rock star who is going to have a defense that leads the league in takeaways, sacks, and points allowed for the first time in NFL history as a 36-year-old who is rocketed up through, through a staff from a really good culture in Baltimore. I know it's not the ideal setup because he's not an offensive mind, and you're going to lose OCs over the years, but that dude seems superstar coaching candidate uh, written all over it.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We are making our list and checking it twice. We're going to find out who's competent or not. I don't know. I can't keep doing the poll. (laughs) Going to find out who coaches on offense. (laughs) Who should be replaced on Black Monday? Uh, Brian Callahan is next here. The The game is extremely interested, some interest, or not interested at all. Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator of the Bengals, under Zach Taylor the last few years as Joe Burrow, became a superstar, gets a lot of credit, not for the play calling, which is Taylor's, but Callahan's work and scheming and development of Burrow is kind of his calling card. Burrow won, but – this Browning situation is 1A. Basically taking a guy point. that nobody else wanted and having them very much alive in a, in a playoff hunt when everyone thought their season was over. That's got me really interested. I know the lineage. I know his dad would have handed it off uh, every time if he could have, and he People tried don't to know do that. His, his dad's Bill Callahan, who was here as a longtime O-line coach, coach of the Raiders when they went to the Super Bowl, and has been in the league forever. I know the lineage, and I know it's probably not fair. I mean, I know what I thought of Brian Schottenheimer, uh, just simply based on his dad and wanting to ground and pound, but I am very interested in Brian Callahan. Yeah, that acts some kind of a lived, too. I mean, he's mm-hmm. now the coordinator. You know where Brian Callahan is right now. Is he Dallas? He is in Dallas, yeah. where they can't run the ball at all, but uh, it's kind of a weird fit for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Callahan, though, prior to the Bengals' OC job, was the Raiders quarterback's coach in 18 Lions quarterbacks coach with Stafford in 16 and 17. In those years, they threw the ball a lot and has been in Denver with the Broncos as well. Um, all right, so I'm going to say extremely interested. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty predictable here. Again, I'm just checking boxes. Mm-hmm. Are you young? Have you had a job before? Are you ascending? Have you called plays would be a nice bonus. 
But have you been in the room with someone who does a really good job doing that? And are you on the offensive side of the ball? So Brian Callahan skyrockets up my list into the extremely interested pile, the 39-year-old native of Champaign, Illinois. Uh, Next, and we're just going in the order of how they're listed here on Ben Standing's piece in The Athletic, Bobby Slowick, offensive coordinator, Texans. I am not interested, and I probably should be. There's, it's too much neophyte to me. It's too much one year on the job. I know the results have been outstanding with what's going on down there in Houston. Guys that we thought, you know, we C.J. Stroud we knew, but, yeah, who, who's Tank Dell really and who's Nico Collins really? Now we think of those guys as good players, and Slowick obviously deserves a lot of credit for that, especially with the defensive head coach. It's been his ship that he's run. It just, it just feels not the right time for me. There are too many stories from a couple of years ago from uh, when a lot of you guys were on the beat that I've heard that just makes me feel like it's, it's not quite time yet. Uh, it's probably, again, not fair to him, but I, I'm not quite ready to go down the slow road. I am putting him in the extremely interested category, regrettably, because as you said, like, I don't have a better comp. I hate this analogy already, but it's like just knowing too much, right? Like when you grow up across the street, from like a, a girl that you always had a crush on forever, but you remember everyone she's dated, and her, you know, you, you just you know, she dated my buddy in ninth grade, and then she, my my uh, other buddy had a crush on her in tenth grade, and she had a crush on him, and it it just feels different than when you just meet someone when you're 25 and you don't know everything that has happened, right? In this case, when it comes to Bobby Slowick, I saw him as an assistant linebackers coach who would like go get Brian Arakpo sunflower seeds, who was the son of Bob Slowick, who at the time was not thought of as some great coach, but rather just kind of like a buddy of Mike Shanahan's. Here's the difference, though. Bobby Slowick, that was back, again, a decade ago. He's followed Kyle Shanahan around. He's learned the game from Kyle. He's coached offense at a high level in San Francisco as a pass game coordinator. Now he's gone to Houston, and he gets receivers open. Guys like Nico Collins have yep. big years. Tank Dell had a monster year. C.J. Stroud was incredible. Is it possible that C.J. Stroud is just excellent and he carried Bobby Slowick? Yeah, sure. Uh, do I think he should have to wait a year or do it again? Is it too soon? Yeah, all those things are probably true. But I also think you don't get to hire a coach next year or the year after. Like, if you're convinced that eventually Bobby Slowick could be a great head coach, then hiring him now is, is okay. Um, He's not at the top of my list. I'd rather hire Ben Johnson. I'd rather hire Frank Smith, Miami. You know, maybe a guy like Canales or Callahan might outshine him in an interview. But I'm putting together my list of guys I'm extremely interested in interviewing. Uh He would be one of them. Outstanding list, Steve Wilkes, coordinator with the Niners. He's coaching their defense. That is a no for me. Again, we're talking about a retread defensive coordinator in the 54-year-old. He's done a good job, but so has everyone that's been there. Robert Sala. D'Amico Ryans, who's a star now in Houston. 49ers ranked second in points allowed per game, seventh in yards surrendered, sixth in pressures per pass rush. They've had a really good year. He's a good coach, and he's gotten a raw deal, but it's not for me. And, it's, it's, again, it's probably unfair. Jim Harbaugh, head coach, Michigan. Hardest pass for me. Um, he's they, a winner, dude. All he's ever done is win. Every, everywhere he goes, he wins. He's a leader of men. Why, are you, why is it such a hard pass? It, I know what it would take. There's no way he'll just go, Oh, sure, whatever the GM says is fine. Now, there should be some disagreement. It's healthy. I mean, I know the legends of, of, of Gibbs and Beathard. But if it's Jim Harbaugh, it's the Jim Harbaugh show. From start to finish, everything is Harbaugh. 
I find him so off-putting and so annoying. I know he's won everywhere. Feels coach-centric. But, if, yeah, eventually to me the, the, the buzzer's going to run out, you know, like where he's so abrasive and the, the world has changed around him and he's not adjusting with it. He's just making big, wild uh, uh, gesticulations on the sideline when somebody screws up, and it feels like, you know, two or three years so he'll, he'll go, you know, Nick's full Nick Saban to go back to a college program for $25 bucks a year. I want, I want my Mike Tomlin. That's what I want. I don't think he's him. I think that's a good way to put it. For me, I'm saying some interest. He's really good. I mean, he, he, yeah. he would probably have success eventually. I, I just don't see a path to a GM empowered to run the team if he's your head coach, which is why I can't say extreme interest. I also personally, like you said, my, my reactions to him emotionally when I see him generally are negative. So I don't love it, but I could get to – like him as he wins football games pretty easily. Uh, also listed here, Eric Bieniemy. I would say no to Eric Bieniemy. Uh, I just the how thing fell apart at the seams. It's an old school philosophy that I think doesn't really mesh well with players. He should have had a head coaching job already. He's had a raw deal in my opinion. Same here. Uh, but I hope someone hires him. It's, I'm just it's not going to be me after this season here in Washington the way that it went. Agreed. The way the way this season has gone has kind of moved that to zero interest for me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on tune in go to tune in.com or download the tune in app to start listening